Welcome back to the Puma Podcast. I am Tori. Hey, and I am Puma. And uh, Puma, we you brought in a friend today. Uh, who's your friend? Uh, we found this uh, Gen Z kind of meandering around, oh, no, so we thought Gen we'd Z. invite him in today. And uh, <laughs> yeah, what's your name? My name is Toby. And, and you're the Gen Z kid, huh? That's right. I'm the Gen Z kid. The Gen Z kid. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, already a fan favorite. I could already tell. Yeah, the, uh, that's right. <laughs> the Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, so we've been talking about love, dating, and relationships the last several podcasts, and you know, we were just thought it'd be kind of fun to both hear from you know this Gen Z kid, but also uh, if he has any questions for us. So that's kind of the the premise of this episode. So let's yeah, let's dive into it. Yeah. kind of practical and kind of into the mm, guts yeah into the bowels mm. of the heart tell me Gen Z kid what is the wisdom that you're ready to share with us all I am not sure what's the question that I'm trying to answer hmm. that's, well, that's a great question <laughs> go ahead Puma. yeah well we've been talking about the heart and uh, when we think about the heart we're not talking about our blood pumping muscle right we're talking about that part of you that is internal your mind your emotions your will your conscience the bible uses all those kind of terms to describe you know that that part of you that's really really you and mm. and who you really are in the inside is is so valuable special and important it needs to be guarded and protected not just from influences from without but also to guard and protect the good that has been put in from escaping because our we, we know this when we're kids. We, we learn something, but over time we forget it because our mind leaks, right? Right. The good things leak out. And so we always have to be careful that when truth and wisdom has been put into our hearts and our minds that we put a guard there to keep it in so it doesn't get leaked out or, in a sense, stolen with uh, false ideas or lies, as well as, you know, protecting from, you know, the outside, so one of the things the Bible is very clear is that uh, we are loved by God, we are precious to him, and there is a battle for us. And the battle is not, um, you know, raging out out there. The battle is raging within, battle for our hearts and our minds. So, yeah, so as we've been talking about, uh, the, the kind of big category that uh, Tori has introduced is this whole area when it comes to relationships, because we all know that relationships... You know, people impact us. Right. Yeah. Have, have you ever been in love? Um, sure, but no, not really. Okay. Yes, but no. That's okay. <laughs> yes, but no. That's a very good Gen Z answer. That is, yeah. <laughs> That's a good right. answer. Yes. Yes and no. Yes. What, what, what answer do you want? <laughs> what answer We're all do winners here. There's no wrong answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we all we all know that, that that guy, right, who falls in love and all of a sudden loses his what? Mind? His mind, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what's the right answer? Uh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> you want the church answer? No, I, I just, I mean, you know, falls in love and all of a sudden goes, you know, just loses his mind. Or a, or a girl gets infatuated with a guy and yes. she stops thinking, right? She stops. Loses the wallet. Yeah, they, you know, you stop. Yeah, you, you start making decisions right. and choices differently than, than you were before. Why? Because yeah. you're making them with that person in mind. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they don't really seem rational. Sometimes they're... They don't make any sense to people on the outside. Yep. Okay. You know, so, yeah, so it, that 
really is just an illustration of how we are influenced relationally. Yeah. So this whole we're big we're trying to guard our heart from the influences. Yeah, and try to make it the right influences. Yeah, not not say hmm, you know, no one's getting in or no one, nothing's getting out, but it's just being aware. You know, it's more like like heart awareness. You know, if we could yeah. if we could say it that way, um, when Solomon is talking to his son, saying, "Hey, above all else, guard your heart. Be aware of your heart." Mm-hmm. There is a battle for your heart, battle from without, battle from within. Uh, there's, um, you know, my sin battles me every day from within. Uh, you know, we have an enemy, Satan, and lies that battle from without to affect how I think, to affect my emotions, to affect everything about about me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so, you know, Gen Z kid, you're important to God. <laughs> and uh, so I'm glad, glad that you're here today. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Thank you, Yeah. So... When we think about uh, heart, what are some practical things? We wanted to get practical a little bit. Um, what are some practical, maybe some practical ways to be aware of our hearts, uh, to, to guard, you know, without being like super legalistic. I think sometimes that's been, mm. uh, when, when people hear this guarding their heart, they ju- jump to like one thing or one yeah. category. And it's not like a bad term, I would say. It's a, it's a very wise term, I think. Because um, when you guard your heart, you are, yeah, like monitoring your influences, monitoring what you like listen and watch and who your mentors are, um, which is all good, right? Um, what you like, what you decide is the best for you. It's a little hard to like know. That's, I guess, where the Bible would come in. Well, you'd get the best idea of who and what are the best influences for you. And that's what I think of when I think of guarding your heart is your influences, like what influences you. Um, so yeah. Well, you mentioned three things there. I think we're good. You said listen, you know what you listen to, mm-hmm. you know monitoring the 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 influences in your life and, and mentors. You know, I mean, we are we are easily influenced people. Yeah. You know, we just really 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 are. The Bible talks a lot about the power of influence. Uh, one of those big areas of influence are people. So. You know, the, just the power of friendship, uh, Romans twelve twenty six says a righteous man is cautious in friendship. doesn't mean a, a righteous man has no friends. <laughs> mm, <yeah. laughs> it, it means that you are aware of the friendships that you bring into your life mm-hmm. because uh, the way of a wicked friend, it says, will lead you astray. And, right. and to be led astray doesn't mean led astray to become a Yankees fan. That's not what we're talking about. Or like led astray to to the dark side of sure, like yeah. the New England Patriots. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's not, but led astray um, from, you know, what is true and right um, and moral. Yeah. Um, in relationships, it's interesting because I have obviously never been in a real relationship. Not obviously. I just haven't been one. Um, and for relationships, the guarding your heart, I'm confused, Tori, what exactly you want to be answered. Because it sounds like it's a very general question for, like, everything, like influences, right? What, what you listen to, what you watch, who your mentors are. Uh, that seems very general and not really relation-directed. Sure. No, yeah, that, that's a really good question. And, you know, part of the, the, the term guarding your heart, right, it comes from Proverbs 4.23, where Solomon says, Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. And so with the question, you know, how do you guard your heart? I guess it first assumes a couple of things. It assumes that you're worth protecting. I mean, you don't protect, you know, trash that falls out of your pocket. If you're, you know, but if you're driving and we talked about this a few episodes ago, if you're driving 
and your phone falls out of your car, you're, you might stop and go get that. But if it's trash, you're not going to protect that, right? So how to guard your heart, I guess it assumes that you think you're worth protecting. And so, I mean, would you say that you your heart is worth protecting? Well, 100% everybody's is. Uh, I guess the, my question was that in relationships, would you guard your heart from, like, you being married, like, hypothetically, if you're married, and then you, um, you know, see another woman or the woman sees another man, and you want to guard your heart from having a temptation? Is that what you're talking about in relationships? Or are you just talking about in general, like, everything? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question, too. I, I think more general, but I guess although it's not specific in relationships is more it's geared toward. So, you know, I, I'm married, right? But I still need to guard my heart, um, guarding your heart. Although my options, I guess would say are, are narrowed down to just my wife. I still need to guard my heart and help guard the marriage. So I guess for you, I mean, you said you're single. So as a single guy, right? I mean, how do you guard your heart when it comes to what you, what you let influence you? You mentioned influences, which I think is a great point. That's uh, I think you asked a question that what I, what was the question? Yeah. So what or how do you guard your heart from your influences? Mm, yeah. So that is, I would say that is the self-reflecting part of guarding your heart is you need to be very like mindful of what you listen to. Right. Well, I mentioned the three different things earlier. Uh, you, those are all things that you need to like reflect and see what you do and what you listen to and all that. And that is you guarding your heart um, by monitoring what comes in. Yeah. Yeah, we, we think about, you know, the heart, you know, the it involves the, our morality. I think, Toby, one of the questions you had mentioned um, before we got on on the air here is, is guarding the heart just kind of a Christian religious thing, right? Or is right. it for, for everybody? And... You know, I would say it's for everybody. doesn't mean that the world is conscious of that because yeah. the world doesn't see themselves as intrinsically valuable. The world sees themselves valuable only by what they do or what they have. Typically, that's one of the lies of the enemy, yeah. that people have no intrinsic value. Mm-hmm. So why protect myself internally? Why not just be free to express myself and do whatever I want because it's not about who I am. It's about what I have or what I do which gives me value. Um, so, but I think it, you know, for anybody, it, it's, it's always about the heart, the mind, the, the moral attitudes and actions of a person's life stem from their heart. You know, what, what comes from, from within the condition of your heart is going to determine that. One of the interesting things in the book of Proverbs, you know, talks about wise and foolish. Um, you know, one of the, you know, the, the, just some very practical areas. So when it comes to, you know, being diligent at work or being lazy, right? You know, the world cares about that, but that's a heart condition. Yeah. Am I going to be a lazy person or am I diligent? Mm-hmm. You know, am I going to be a person of integrity or am I going to easily compromise out of convenience? You know, that's a heart issue. Am I going to be honest or dishonest? I mean, again, that, that's an issue of the heart. Um, you know, uh, we last podcast, we talked about uh, pride. And humility, you know, the world <laughs> the world cares about that. How about am I going to be a kind person or a selfish person in relationships, at work, you know, in my family, yeah. with my, my siblings or parents? Um, am I going to pursue what I think is morally right, or am I going to just engage in what is evil and not care about morality? Yeah. Uh, do I want to be blameless, or 
do I not care about, you know, being guilty? I mean, these are just some of the many categories that yeah. Proverbs talks about. You just made a really good point, too, is that um, you were saying that these are all good or bad things that your heart, like the laziness or the, I uh, forgot what the opposite of laziness is. But yeah, diligence. Yeah, sure, diligence. Yep. Um, like that type of thing right there, the laziness, that by guarding your heart, you can either, it'll either point you in the direction of laziness or diligence, right? Or, you know, loyal or disloyal, any any of those things. By guarding your heart and your influences, they'll all point you in a direction. And those are all heart issues. And the guarding your heart will, if you're guarding your heart correctly, it's going to point you in the good, you know, not being lazy, you know, being loyal and all these other good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's about being uh, self-aware of your heart. Definitely. Yeah, the world is not <laughs> self-aware. Nope. And, and, <laughs> and most people, even within the church, a lot of times, we're, we're, we're not... We, we we experience life and we live life, but we don't think um, about our lives yes. as far as what we do and how we do it and you yeah. know where we go and and it's really hard to it's really hard to have um, self awareness or to be honest assessment yeah. of our own hearts and so this is why part of you know some practical ways to guard your heart art is to have other people who care about you who are willing to be more objective with you. And this is right, why yeah. Proverbs talks a lot about, you know, like discipline, for instance. Mm-hmm. You know, accountability. That, account, accountability. Or, you know, another verse in Proverbs says that the, you know, the wounds of a friend are better than the kisses of an enemy. In other words, to have a friend to tell you what you need to hear, even if it hurts, to help you be self-aware, mm-hmm. versus someone that's just going to flatter you and, and, and make you feel good, but not help you be right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. I actually just got off the phone before this uh, podcast with a friend. He, he's younger than me, but, you know, he's, I think he's technically a millennial. Uh, but he was saying how he has the hardest time having friends because he said nobody where he lives in Omaha, nobody wants to hear truth. He's like, I, I just want to connect with guys, you know, e- even, even girls in, in my church. But yet when we bring, you know, truth into the, the matter, it's just, he's like, they don't want to hear it. And he's like, I feel like I don't have any friends because nobody really wants to hear the truth. And it was really sad because he said, you know, as Christians, you know, part of guarding your heart is letting people speak truth into you, but also being able to share truth with others. And I think a person who is guarded is a person who who, do, who actually lets in the good, right? But truth, you know, truth is offensive. And so nobody wants a friend. Well, I didn't say nobody. I would hope we want friends that tell us the truth, right? A real friend will tell you that you have, like, you know, I don't chocolate on your face, <laughs> you're right, you're, or that there's still toilet paper hanging out of your pants. Tell you uh, you're being an idiot right now. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. A true friend will tell you the truth, but the truth often hurts your feelings, right? And so I think there is a sense of part of guarding your heart um, it is letting people both speak truth to you, but also letting um, yourself listen. Because I think we can also reject truth because it's offensive. Yeah, one of the things about friendship like we had talked mentioned proverbs you know 1226 that a righteous man is cautious in friendship um 13 proverbs 1320 says that he who walks with the wise grows wise but a companion of fools suffers harm in other words we become like the people that we hang out with most if you want to think of like an onion it's got all the different layers um the the layers that are closest to the center are the ones that have the greatest influence on you so we have all kinds of people in our life we have Mm. you know our closest family we have our close friends we might have you know classmates which might be like a layer out 
uh, co-workers might be a layer out. We have neighbors that might be another layer out. Mm-hmm. But it is who who are closest to our heart. Who do we allow um, in our, in a sense, our inner circle that, that know more of who we really are. And it says that, that when we walk with those who are, are wise, those who are yeah. concerned about that, um, we grow wise and companion fools suffer silence. Something else too, you were talking about like the parents and the family, the uh, close family, the friends and all that, those, all those influences. That's what's terrible about, I think about social media is that it becomes like one of the close influences, you know? And if that becomes a close influence, and most likely they don't care about you as much as like your family does or something. And so I would say that's a bad influence and it's not a good job of guarding your heart. Right. And that's a whole nother category. It's like when we are become self-aware of our hearts and how we are easily influenced, then that whole word influence, what influences do we allow close to us? Or I was going to say, what influences do we allow to speak to us or to teach us in social right. media? Yeah. You know, is that way? Uh, music, you know, is, is that way, you know, yeah. all musicians are influencers. Yeah. They, they are, they're teaching, you know, ideas about right and wrong and life and values. Uh, everything, you know, back in the day it was TV, then it was cable. Now it's, you know, streaming everything, you know, videos, yeah. YouTube, you know, Netflix, everything, you know, all the streaming services. And so we, we now can, kind of tailor whatever influences I want right into my, my own heart in the privacy of our homes or, you know, mm-hmm. on our phones. And how guarded are we with the amount of influences that we, we let in? Yeah. Because the, the, let's say the world, and I would say the, the world system, and I would say Satan, who is the ruler of the world's way of thinking, he's a father of lies, he's a deceiver. Right. And so those ideas are all, lies are all over the place in our world. And so the media that we consume, the people that we listen to, and that really is a a time thing. You know, Mm. I hear one thought and it's not going to be that big. You know, I I, I have a guarded heart, but when when I listen to that same thing a hundred times over, I begin Mm. to think that way. I begin to, you know, adopt that perspective or, or that. And so this, again, is another way that we guard ourselves from false ideas, um, you know, by, um, you know, aligning ourselves with wisdom. The people who are willing to, to speak the truth to us, a real friend, um, there are false friends. You know, false friends are users. Mm. False friends gossip about us. Um, false friends are selfish, right? They're, they're your friend for what they can get out of you, not because, and, and, and so part of that, you know, Proverbs talks about that too. A false friend is going to lead you into destructive thoughts and ideas and actions you know so these are all just different ways to to guard ourselves other thoughts i'm not sure i have any more questions but (laughs) these are all really good thoughts though i like i enjoyed listening to you i have a question for gen z kid okay so (laughs) gen z kid (laughs) or toby how do you see when it comes to your friendships right i mean your high school so like in with your friendships where do you see your friends being the most influenced by? And if, maybe not at all, how do they guard their heart or do they not, in your opinion? I don't know if I could like speak for all of them. Um, obviously, social media is really big and everybody can, is super active on that. Also each other. I think they can sometimes feed off each other, you know? Like, I don't want to say like a companion of fools. It sounds bad. But if, suppose they're fools and they're 
you know, companions. Right. So once they're, they're together. Not foolish as a label, but foolish yeah, as a life direction. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true, true. Yeah. Let's just say they're all hanging out together. And then, you know, if no one's going to point out a flaw in anything that they do or think or say or whatever, then they're all being, like, subconsciously encouraged. And so I would say each other and then, yeah, social media because that's full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, we'll good. make this podcast PG thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a older audience only here. Yeah, um, no, no that, that's a good point though. I mean, and, and even too, like, I'm not a Gen Z, but I mean, as a millennial, how can I encourage um, such help? You know, if, if a Gen Z kid would want, like, hey, I need help grabbing my heart, how could somebody encourage you, such your generation? Um, I think because you're you know, obviously older than the Gen Z kids, that you'd be seen as, like, a mentor. Um, so, obviously, befriending them, that's, like, the first step. And then if your um, values and priorities are all right and in check, then, yeah, it'd be okay to somehow – I forget. I don't really know how you could – um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, instill on them, but those values and those priorities, because if they don't have those same priorities and values – then as a mentor, as most mentors do, they kind of shift and change that whole worldview perspective that they have. So that's how millennials can easily. They would start befriending the Gen Z, which is kind of hard because there's a, a generation gap, sort of. Mm-hmm. But that's the that's the first step is you have to befriend Gen Z people mm-hmm. because most... What, what about us that are, are past millennials? <laughs> what about the ancient artifacts? What about, what, 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 what about old people? <laughs> it's actually a good point because... Obviously, parents play a huge role in how they parent their kids, like because you're parenting your kids. And so, if you're a parent and you have kids, you should definitely see that as a huge priority of yours because you don't want them to fall into lies and traps that Satan has set for them because they're the easiest, the most preyed of people. So, mm-hmm. preyed, preyed upon people. Right. Yep. Yeah. Preyed upon people. No, it's good. Good word. Any uh, any closing thoughts, friends? I appreciate you coming on, Toby. Uh, appreciate your perspective and even just you know how you process too is helpful to to us and probably the listeners too. But yeah, any any closing thoughts, guys? Um, no, just thank you for having me. It's been <laughs> very fun. Yeah, yeah. Thank was... you for coming, millennial <laughs> or Gen Z kid. Who are you? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, both of them. Yeah, here, millennial so. and Gen Z kid. Yeah. I, bl- I blur the lines between millennial and Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, no, you're just blurry. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, I appreciate us having different perspectives, but also be able to talk about the same topic because no matter what generation you are, we still are called to guard our hearts. And we all want to be a person who is kind, who is who is wise, who is patient, who is friendly, who isn't bitter. And that doesn't stop because of your age range. So I appreciate you, yeah. you sharing. And um, yeah, maybe we'll have you on back. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see if you get any emails like, yeah, send the Gen Z kid yeah, back. Bring the Gen Z kid <laughs> back. So one, one last thought, yeah. you know, in it, we, we, we make these assumptions all the time, but it, it still always comes back to, to truth and letting truth take residence in our heart and our mind because yeah. what's in my heart and mind is sin and lies. And I'm fed that in our world. You know, Satan, the enemy, is just wanting to spread lies. And so how do we get truth in? You know, Psalm 119.11, you know, I've hidden your word in my heart mm-hmm. that I might not sin against God. You know, Joshua chapter 1, to meditate on God's word. We become like the influences and the words and the things that we let take residence or abide in our hearts. And this is why, you know, Jesus, you know, said, you know, abide in me. 
you know, rest in me. Let, let the mind, Paul wrote in Colossians, let the mind of Christ dwell in us richly. Or Ephesians, you know, 4, he says, don't live like the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. You know, how do Gentiles live wrong? It's because of their thoughts or their heart. Their heart orientation is wrong. He said, instead, we need to put on, you know, Christ, take off the old self and put on Christ. So, you know, we need to always go back to what does God's word say? Let's make sure that we're listening to God and letting him be the primary influence right, and yeah. let us, you know, hold on to Jesus as our, as our Lord and our master and the one that we grow to know and love and walk with him. He walks with the wise, grows wise. So the more we walk with Jesus, the more we hang out with Jesus, the more we become like Jesus and think like him. I just thought of something kind of funny as a typical Gen Z. I forgot to include like read, you know, including in my influences. <laughs> Cause I was like saying, you know, watch, listen, you know, mentor, but yeah, also read for sure. Mm-hmm. The Bible, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's easy to assume right, and yeah. easy to not do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hey, uh, Gen Z kid, where can they email? If they have any questions, do you, do you know where, uh, Duh. at the Puma podcast? Wait, no. Yeah, the yeah. Puma well, podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. The, the Puma podcast. The Puma podcast. The Puma podcast. Okay, say one more time. Email us at the Puma podcast at gmail.com. Hey. Perfect. Nailed it. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for listening. And hey, we'll see you next week on Fridays at 1010. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.